Welcome to another episode, new and improved of Nah But For Real, where besties who heal together keep it real together. I'm Jay, this is my co-host Allie, and we'd like to welcome you to our podcast. While you're here, we're going to welcome you to join us on our social media platforms. Go ahead and follow us at NBFR Podcast on all social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, Facebook as well. And while we're here, let's go ahead and get this episode warmed up with an icebreaker. So, Allie, I have a question for you. (laughs) What is one of the most embarrassing moments you have ever had? This actually happened recently. And when I say recently, I mean like a week ago. Okay. I already told you about this. And so I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, this has to be. So I have anxiety. And with my anxiety, I have panic attacks. So we were preparing for one of my best friend's birthday parties. She's 24. She could wear lashes. So (laughs) we were preparing for that. And I was in charge of decorating. And everybody left me by myself. So I'm in, honestly, the hood by myself and not even from here. (laughs) And I'm like scared, nervous. So I'm having a panic attack. And then one of our friends um, came in. And they're an artist. They come in and they say, oh, my gosh, Allie, I haven't seen you in so long. How are you? Giving me hugs. And I was like, hi, (laughs) like, I'm good. How are you? And then I stopped. I said, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. Like, (laughs) who are you? And they're like. Who are you? <laughs> like, tell me who they are. And, like, it's so awkward. Like, the the energy was just like, yeah, remember? And I was just like, I still don't remember. And I told her right there, like, honestly, I'm having a panic attack right now. <laughs> so even if I did know who you were, it's it's not there right now. Right. But, yeah. Well, she handled it well. So it's like, yeah, not too bad. Yeah. That's a recent time. I said one of my most embarrassing moments ever was I was in college and we had this rule in college where if we're on test days, you could not wear hats like facing (laughs) forward. (laughs) And if you went to college, you know, every hair day is not a good hair day. Okay, so for the most part, on my like really late days and I'm running late to class, I would literally just put a hat on. And just put a bun in the back of my head, like grab some like hair and just throw it on the back of my head. And so I get to class and of course it's test day. He's like, you got to take your hat off. I'm like, who got to take their hat off? <laughs> Who's taking a hat off? Like it is a hot, it's a baby fro under here with a whole fake bun, like sticking <laughs> in the back. It's not coming off. So I literally had to leave class in front of everybody. Mind you, this is like a hall. So it was like 200 people in this class. I had to walk out in front of everybody, go to the bathroom turn my hat around and literally come back. By the time I got back, he told me that I could not take my test. I was like, you just don't get it. <laughs> Understand? Like, that just took a lot. But I feel like in college, like I had a lot of problems from not listening. Like literally all of my problems happened because I just didn't pay attention. He told me in advance, you cannot wear hats on test day. What did I do wear a hat on test day? Mm-hmm. I had a time where like I did, I, it was a paper that was due, and it's like, you can write about any time period before the 1800s. Mm-hmm. If you write after the 1800s, you're going to get a zero. I wrote about the 1960s, y'all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't get it together. But um, that just leads us into our topic for the day, and we want to talk about being teachable. I feel like we're at an age right now where, unlike any other, I'm 25, y'all. Ellie's 25, too. She'll be, well, Ellie's turning 26! Happy birthday to you. <laughs> 
Dun, dun, dun. It'll be my birthday by the time this drops. <laughs> right. Allie will be 26 by the time this drops. So excuse me. She can wear lashes. She's mm-hmm. grown. And but, it'll be my birthday when it drops. This right. episode drops on my birthday. On so happy birthday. birthday to me on all social media platforms. Yeah. And go ahead. Also, let us know your most embarrassing moment on all social media platforms. But... Side note, while we're going back, uh, we want to know, we want to talk about being teachable. So I'm 25, Ellie's 26, mid 20s. You start kind of shifting from this like childish mindset where you're like, yeah, I'm going to jump off this building and there's nothing anybody can tell me about it. Like, I'm going to try it. And if I fail, I don't care what anybody said about it. Like, you know, but it's, it's almost like a shift when I turn 25 or this year. I don't, I don't know if it's specifically 25, but as I'm changing and growing this year, it's like, I'm starting to understand more. I'm starting to listen more, especially to teachers that are unlikely. Like, mm-hmm. usually you start, you listen to people who you th- think are wise, like older people or like people who have degrees and they're just so fancy and they can tell you they're rich, they have money, that you like <laughs> want to listen. But I'm starting to understand that teachers come in many shapes, sizes, ages. Mm-hmm. And it's like that ego like it almost tries to protect you. Your ego almost tries to protect you. And so they, they try to discredit anyone who you think is not valuable of an opinion. And you're mm-hmm. just like, no, I know better. You shut up. Like <laughs> I, I'm going to teach you. You can't show me anything. But I just feel like this year, especially, is just opening my eyes to like, Jay, shut up and like, listen, like even if people are not, quote unquote, at your level, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that means, mm-hmm. um, listen, because they might have something to offer. Do you feel like you felt that shift like? Although Allie in particular has been someone like she, for the most part, will like listen, but you still have, you've always still had your own opinion. You're still always going to do what you want to do. So Mm -hmm. do you feel like a shift where you're like a lot more teachable than previous years or like you're more open to learning? Yes. I would say I'm more open to learning versus, now I've always been open to learning from all shapes, sizes, ages. That's never been um, something that I discriminated against. Mm -hmm. I will say that this year I'm learning more about myself and learning how to manage like my own anxiety. That's mm-hmm. that's what's different for me. Mm-hmm. What's different from like previous years before 25, like right now I'm 25. When it drops, I'll be 26. In the year of me turning 25 during this whole time, I've been learning mostly how to manage my anxiety, understanding my anxiety. I actually told my therapist I'm learning how to coexist mm-hmm. with my anxiety because I've tried to shut it out. I've tried to shut it down and none of that works. It just almost intensifies it and it makes it worse. So I've learned to just accept it for what it is and to know the cues of bodily what my body's going to do and then socially what happens in my environment. And if something happens in my social, like in my environment and I know it's a trigger, uh, let me go do a breather. Let me walk away. Let me focus on uh, my surroundings. Five, four, three, two, one senses. Like, and then when it comes to my body, same thing. Like I'll try to breathe, focus on my senses, just learning how to manage it. So your body was almost your teacher's like before your brain was telling you like, girl, shut up. You don't know. Mm -hmm. We're still going to react like everybody else reacts. But you like, no, I got I got to listen to you. Mm -hmm. I got to call you out because you said you always listen to every shape inside. Let me tell y'all something. If Allie, if you are coming to Allie without facts, I mean, like hardcore statistics, (laughs) the girl will not listen sometimes. She's like, no, I need the facts. When sometimes we have to admit that they're. There's more emotion than facts in a mm-hmm. lot of situations. Mm-hmm. Like you can't always use facts and statistics for everything, especially mm-hmm. when it's how you feel or how mm-hmm. one person feels. Mm-hmm. Because although a majority, you know, because that's what a statistic is, just right. numbers. But the majority feels that one person's feelings still matter. Right. Right. So I had to call you out because you tried it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember ever disregarding people's feelings. 
No, I don't think you ever disregard people's feelings. No, for sure not. I'm what I'm saying is you have to be open to hearing or changing your opinion mm-hmm. even without being faced with like hardcore facts. <laughs> like sometimes it's just like because, like, for example, my grandparents don't always have hardcore facts. Mm-hmm. But I've always listened to them because I just felt like they're older. They know more. But sometimes there are people who might be my age and have just experienced something differently. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I didn't really experience it. So, like, and no one else really experienced it. So your experience, you know, that's yours. But I'm just going to look over here. You know, <laughs> you've definitely done that. <laughs> definitely. She's like, let me see the Carfax for sure. Like, then then I'll start paying attention. Mm. Um, but I mean, if you don't feel you're doing that girl, by all means, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I was just thinking about how like in by age 25, it kind of just seems like everything starts to shift. Like you really start to pay attention to your surroundings more. It gets a lot more like chill. You want to realize what's going on around you. And that's when I started becoming more teachable. Um, at the beginning of this year, I actually told myself that I wanted, it was was intentional for me. Like I wanted to be more teachable. Mm -hmm. Um, because I know for a, a long time, I have a I have a big opinion. Like, I have, I have an opinion for everything. And sometimes, although I've listened, like, I always feel like I give people the benefit of the doubt before I'm stating my opinion. Sometimes I get so ready to answer or so ready to talk or so ready to tell people what I know that they either feel intimidated and they don't want to say anything or they just, it just gets lost in the sauce. Like, mm-hmm. their opinion never comes up. And anybody could be a teacher. Like, Anybody can show you the way. And I learned that a lot when I was traveling overseas. I learned that a lot, like, just this year in general. And I'm like, I I was intentional about it. So that's what really changed the year overall, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, you talked about, like, your anxiety. So I want to know, like, some key points, like, in your life where you felt like you had to to be teachable. Like, in this moment, like, what what made you realize, like, okay, I need to be taught something? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was thinking about how... I had playing off of my anxiety. One of the things that's triggering for me is when my friend, well, not anymore. It's not triggering anymore. But one of the things that used to be triggering was when I would see like my friends hang out and I'm not invited. And I'm like, dang, like nobody said, hey, Allie, we're going to be doing this and you should come over. So I used to take that personally. And so it took Jay to say, it took you to tell me like, you know, you can't be everybody's everything. And it's like, just like that click. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, I can't be everybody's everything. And remember I told you, I said, you're my everything. I don't care. And yeah. then you were just like, girl, bye. I don't like, want to be your everything. <laughs> no. <laughs> girl, bye. And then like, there, of course, there are things that, that you're not my everything for. Right. But, and then, you know, after we had that talk, it like really changed how I viewed like friendships and relationships were to the point where it's not at all a trigger. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't even scratch my anxiety. So it's right. like whatever at this point. Yeah, that's true. So do you feel like if it weren't me, because I feel like we understand <laughs> each other, if it weren't me who said that, mm-hmm. and maybe somebody who's faced the same thing, which you give you, do you feel like you'll give them the full benefit of the doubt back then? Not now. Cause I understand that now things have changed. Uh, back then, uh, if I was to be, if I can be honest with myself, I would probably say no. It'll, yeah. It's easier for me to say, oh, no, it'll be, you know, I would have gave the yeah. same reaction. It's easier for me to say that. But if I really think about it, I think that a lot of times I hold your opinions almost as close to Bible as possible. Yeah. Like, I'm like, anything Jay says, like, I already know she got my back. I already know she's going right. to she tell me this because she knows that, you know, good intentions. And then, like, same thing for other people who I feel like has good intentions. But if I don't know you and they, if it was a stranger who told me that, I probably yeah. would have been like, 
Alrighty, good for you. And yeah. I'm still upset because my friends don't invite mm-hmm. me to the cookout. Like, right. you don't get it. You don't know me. <laughs> yeah. I had to do that recently with a friend, like somebody who I cannot stand from the epitome of my soul, y'all. Like, I don't like this person. Said some true factual shit, like, <laughs> like some true shit. And I was like, man, don't tell this person that they right. But <laughs> I cannot disagree. Like the, the, the facts were facting. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of before I might have just, even in the conversation, I saw my brain switch. At first, I'm like, Man, I don't care what they say. I was trying not to listen at all. And then I went I went to sleep that night. And I'm like, mm, that's real, though. <laughs> this is true, though. Um, actually, my teachable moment, other than that, when I've had so many, because like I said, I've been intentional this year. My teachable moment happened recently. I went on a vacation with a friend very recently, about two, three weeks ago. And... They told me, like, on the way there, like, oh, my God, you're always on your phone. Like, I'm trying to have a conversation with you. You're on your phone. And I'm like, here go my ego again, trying to discredit them. Like, you don't pay no phone bill. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm scrolling on Instagram. Like, we're in in my mind, I'm like, this is a road trip. Like, you're driving. I'm minding my business. If I don't talk, if I'm not on my phone, we're just going to sit in silence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they just kept saying, then the rest of the trip, they're like, Remember, you know, I said in your phone, like, can you pay attention to me? Like, and I have some attention and I'm like, again, mind your business, you know? And it didn't occur to me until it actually caused a large problem, like, within the trip that we really, you know, kind of went back and forth about it. Like, they actually explained their feelings about it. Like, when you do this, it makes me feel like that phone and whoever, whatever stranger you're looking at on Instagram is more important than me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't have any spotlight. And when they said it, I'm like, okay, again. And go my y'all look. I'm stubborn. Okay, I'm an Aries. I am stubborn. <laughs> I am gonna fight. So I'm like, no, that's not what that means, you know. But as I sat, I went out by myself to eat afterwards. And as I sat by myself, I'm like, what if this were like my goddaughter? Like, do I do this to her? You know, do I? Does she feel like that when I'm like on my phone? Does she, and you know, she can't verbalize that. I feel like the phone's more important to me. But I know there are times when you know she's like, look, look at this. Dumb ass, you know, whatever she wants me to look at. And I'm like, yeah, back on my phone, you know, or just times where I feel like transitional periods for me. I used to get on my phone. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that actually made me go into a dopamine detox, which I'm on right now, which is like, just know nothing. Like, I have to see how I can survive without figuring out what a stranger is doing on Instagram because it doesn't really matter. Like, right now when I'm sitting at a traffic light, do I have to get on my phone? Do I have to shuffle to the next song? Do I have to be on YouTube? You know? Mm -hmm. And this is the first time I've deleted everything. Like, I've gone on social media, like, hiatuses but this is the first time like y'all my pinterest is gone like i can't even look at ideas like (laughs) i have to think for myself like who does that but it actually like i said it really taught me like it's not just that person you know and this person doesn't look like a teacher like i never uh, like i said i tried that my ego instantly just protect myself discredit this person you don't pay Mm -hmm. a phone bill discredit this person you're not who you think you are like who do you think you are but then Mm -hmm. it's like okay but if this was you know your baby looking at you like you don't love me as much as you love that phone. Like, I throw that phone off a building, girl. Like, what are you talking about? So, yeah, that was my most recent teachable moment. I'm very thankful for that teachable moment because now I'm, like, free of my phone. And I've been kind of detoxing and it's been feeling kind of good. I still mm-hmm. miss Pinterest. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, when you have an idea, you really want to just go back. And But it has been encouraging me to be more creative. Like, I put a lot more into this podcast, like, so much more into this podcast recently um, versus before when I'm on my phone. I instantly go to Pinterest. I instantly mm-hmm. try to figure out other people's ideas. And it's mm-hmm. like, I have my 
own ideas, which is crazy. That's weird. But yeah, it's it's made me more productive. Okay, can I throw an off topic thing real quick? Yeah. So because not but for real, right? Because <laughs> like you said that you use Pinterest to like not use it to help you with ideas, but when I use Pinterest, it's like I take ideas and then I pool from all types of different things and mm-hmm. I'll create my own from yeah. it. So that's like inspiration, but I'm yeah. creating something. Is that what you do too? That's what I was doing before, for sure. Okay. I mean, I wasn't just, you know, biting on anybody. But, yeah. but I would <laughs> I was be... Like, no, 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 no. I've never been like, because you know, I don't like doing everybody else does. But at the same time, like, I'm now encouraged, same with social media, like, when you don't see trends, you're encouraged mm-hmm. to be a trendsetter yourself. Mm-hmm. You're encouraged to make your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's helped me at work. Like, I can I can do functionings this way at work versus doing functionings how everybody else has been doing them because I have more time because I'm not looking at my phone. Like, oh, I never knew this worked this way. Now I can tell other people that this is how this works because I have more time just to look at the screen. Um, same with, like, ideas. We I have a um, – we're planning a vision board party again for December, and I start thinking of stuff by myself. Like, <laughs> I, at first I was like, okay, I looked up different charcuterie boards on Pinterest. Literally the next week I went on my dopamine detox, and I just start coming up with – so much stuff that just came from I'm I'm sure it came from, you know, inspiration somewhere. Yeah, somewhere, but it's just not as direct. Like it's not as much group think going on, you know. Mm-hmm. I have I feel like I have a more of a mind for myself and just to get away from social media in general is just be teachable elsewhere, y'all. Like don't get me wrong. Social media has its perks. Like follow us on MBFR podcast right now. But at the same time, you just you just gotta step away and realize there are people around you who want to talk to you or just want to sit in silence with you. Mm-hmm. And that's what that person was really telling me when we went on vacation. Like, can I just be in your presence without you being interrupted? Like, is that okay with you? And I'm like, no. Until I finally realized, like, the fact that they want to be in my presence is, you know, my presence means something to someone. Um, way more than the phone. So, yes, for a side note, I wasn't biting people on Pinterest. I was just using for inspiration. Um, <laughs> um, but to get into it, there are going to be moments in your life, um, just to summarize this episode, where, like we said, there are going to be teachers who do not look like teachers. Um I gave my example of my vacation. This is somebody who, I mean, just we kicking it. Like, for the most part, they're asking me for advice. They're they're asking me, you know, so I'm thinking my word is law, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you turn around and you find out that there are unlikely teachers everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can go around the corner and, I mean, be a teacher right there. There's actually a philosophy. I don't remember where I learned this. I just remember learning it. I know where I learned it, but I don't know who said it in philosophy. You know, we learned about a lot of philosophers in philosophy. In philosophy and I just took the words away. Um but basically saying, to summarize their words, I don't even know this true. Just look it up, y'all. But <laughs> um, basically saying that you don't talk more than you know, pretty much. Allow other people to talk. Allow other people to give their opinions. Because I feel like sometimes we overshare or overtalk to, so that we don't seem in, unintelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's sometimes where we just need to shut up and let other people, you know, lead and just let other people teach um you need that balance because some people there are some people who don't even teach themselves they refuse to be teachers themselves and i feel like we all like we always talk about on the show we need balance like you you have to sometimes be a teacher too like step up and show people that you know what you know because they could be lacking that Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of times like Allie and i had a friend and we all took english together in college 
And Allie is smart as hell, y'all. Like, y'all know this. But this is before Allie was in check with her anxiety, right? So, look, I'm not reading nothing in English. That's my ego. Like, I am smarter than this book. Y'all can all, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but Allie knew. Like, she was the only one reading in class. I'm not, I wasn't reading nothing. I was just taking a test. And because I I passed, like, I don't. I didn't care to read. Allie's like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to read and I'm going to study. It's like, she was ready. And then we get to class and we looking at her like, raise your hand like you know (laughs) raise your hand and she had to realize like I have something to offer like me answering this question now catalyst into somebody else knowing some more information and you might help somebody pass the test Mm -hmm. so you do have to realize when it's your turn to be the not you specifically but you know when it's your turn to be the teacher as well um but but for me for you know for me I had to learn the biggest lesson was to be teachable um, I don't know if that's like the capitalist mindset in me, like everybody who's quote unquote, because un- I don't feel like people are underneath me, right. but I feel like people don't know as much as me. Uh-huh. So if you don't know as much as me, maybe you shouldn't speak on this topic. Uh-huh. But although you don't know as much, you might be missing something. Right. I might be missing something. Right. I might know more. I might have been studying for this longer, but there's a piece that I might be missing. It's kind of like when doctors have been doctors forever. And then this one, like, med student comes in and they're like, but we learned this in medical school. And the doctor's like, but shut up. You know, like, I could be curing cancer. Right, right. <laughs> For all you know, I could be, I could really be helping. Does the doctor, has the doctor have more experience? Yes. But that doesn't mean that they're the best teacher of all, you know. Mm-hmm. So just to wrap things up, like, how do you feel about the topic in general? And what you just said, it's just like, as you're saying, like, the pieces, it made me think of a puzzle. Like, we might be able to put the whole puzzle together, but one piece might be missing. It might be a known flow. And Under somebody, the table. And somebody <laughs> done found it, done played it's with it. It's balled up. <laughs> the, chew, the baby done chewed on it, like... It ain't gone through everything. And it's and usually then, that one toddler who sees underneath the table. Here you go. Right. And then know? the toddler's just playing with me. You see, you're like, what do you have? And they're like, look. And then, <laughs> and then it's that puzzle piece that you've been missing this whole time. Yeah. So that's why, for me, it's never been like the age thing. Yeah. And it's more about, and it's about the experiences. And I feel like everybody experiences different parts and different perspectives. And so they can add on to what you think what you feel so that's what I was thinking when you were talking about the like pieces and stuff yeah. I just saw a puzzle in my head I'm like ah oh, puzzle and what? it's so true because it's always a toddler because they see a different perspective they literally physically see mm-hmm. underneath the table that's where they spend all their time and mm-hmm. they, they're like the only person who like yeah and you're like oh thanks <laughs> they're like look at this and you're like no I'm looking for right. this puzzle piece I can't find this puzzle piece right and then the kid's like look, look. yeah I, but I feel you too like I've never been that way with age and I feel like in a society I've, we kind of have gotten away from that because we've learned that like kids are great teachers mm-hmm. um so I've never been like that with age. It's more so like, like you said, experience. Like mm-hmm. if I ha- if I feel like somebody has more experience in a topic, I'm going to go to that person. Like I'm not going to ask somebody who is just now starting college versus somebody who has like three PhDs, you know. Right. But sometimes if you ask that, like I want to know about a college experience, maybe it's changed. There's no point of asking somebody who has three PhDs. They ain't been sitting in a desk for years, you know. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to take away from yourself. I feel like you're taking away so much understanding of the world and so much of who you can be just for missing that puzzle piece just some mm-hmm. you sleeping on it don't mm-hmm. be sleeping on your blessings <laughs> but yeah let us know how you feel down below let us know your most embarrassing moment ever we gonna laugh just so you know <laughs> we are those people we're gonna laugh and make sure you tell us how you feel like do you feel like you've been more teachable this year do you feel like that this conversation is helping you to become more teachable let's hope that that's it whatever it is make sure you leave a comment down below make sure you let us know how you feel in the comments and make sure you are leaving reviews thumbs up 
steps, hopefully. <laughs> and until next time, I'm Jay. She's Allie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.